Hello. In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Ezekiel chapter 20, verses 33 through 38, and try and answer the question, how does God restore Israel? Ezekiel 20, 33 through 38 says, As I live, declares the Lord God, surely with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and with wrath poured out, I will be king over you. I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries where you are scattered with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out. And I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples and there I will enter into judgment with you face to face. As I entered into judgment with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so I will enter into judgment with you, declares the Lord God. I will make you pass under the rod, and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. I will purge out the rebels from among you, and those who transgress against me. I will bring them out of the land where they sojourn, but they shall not enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. The promise of God given to Ezekiel for the people of Israel that are in bondage, they are in exile in Babylon, is a message of hope, but also of condemnation. See, there is this promise that God has for them that he is going to restore his people, but he isn't going to do it soon. And the process by which he does it is going to be very, very rough. Thought number one, God restores by wrath. So this concept gets repeated again, that with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, the Lord is going to restore his people. But you have to understand that this mighty hand and this outstretched arm is God's wrath being poured out, not just on the nations that hold Israel in exile, but also upon all those of Israel who are not faithful to the Lord. So how does God restore Israel? He restores it through a demonstration of his great power, of his might, of his wrath, showing that he will not tolerate evil or idolatry or half-hearted faith. Thought number two, God restores by judgment. The Lord is going to judge his people. So the process by which the people of Israel are restored is the Lord pouring out his wrath on the nations, but also with judgment upon Israel. So those who came to become increasingly faithful and hopeful to the Lord during their period of exile, those folks will be ushered in to the kingdom as it's restored. But for those who began to doubt, for those who started to adopt the religions of the Babylonians, these people would not be restored, but they would experience the Lord's judgment. We need to recognize that just because we might have been born into the right family doesn't mean that the Lord will not judge us and find us wanting. Thought number three, God restores by love. And this is where I get this. It says that he will judge them and he will use the rod and he will introduce them to his covenant. 
And the rod is a picture of the Lord's love, but it isn't love like our culture likes to talk about love. When our culture talks about love, we talk about unyielding tolerance. We talk about absolute acceptance, but that isn't what biblical love looks like. The idea of the rod is the idea of discipline. And we know from the text of scripture that the father disciplines the children that he loves. So if you are undergoing the Lord's discipline, this is a picture of the Lord's love for you. This is different from his judgment. The Lord's discipline is when you incur some of his wrath, but the ultimate end is your increase in faithfulness. So when the Lord says he's going to use the rod on Israel, the rod is the rod of correction demonstrating his love. The restoration of the covenant, the new covenant that the Lord is promising for Israel is another expression of love that's getting prophesied to the people. And it is by means of this love that God will restore them. These three thoughts come to you from the reading of Ezekiel chapters 19 through 24. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.